0: And we're back for another week and another podcast. And it's me, Carl, and Alex again. You
1: remembered me so
0: We don't even know where Chris is anymore. We, <laughs> uh, just, we think he's just emigrated it's or a something. castaway scenario. He's, he's on just, an island yeah. somewhere with a ball. So Alex has got a question about mobile phones. And you can probably put it better than me, Alex. So,
2: Have mobile phones and the use of them ruined people's ability hold a conversation in public or ruin people's just social lives in general. Has social media transformed people into being fake, being just pretending to do stuff that they don't do
0: and let me cover a question that somebody asked me about five, six years ago, somebody I worked with at the same company we are now, and he was a lot younger than me and he said how did you used to interact with women um, before mobile phones? And I said, with my face. <laughs> because that's all you had. <laughs> if you wanted to sort of chat up some smart girls somewhere, then you had to go and talk to them. And you know, you had to interact with them and everything. And, and, but nowadays you don't, because you're meeting all these people online and, and, and you don't know them. You don't, Well, look like at Catfish. A program on MTV which is all yeah. about the same sort of thing people don't really exist or they're just pretending to be a particular person um, just to sort of catfish somebody else but social I don't know I think it's gone in a different direction rather than because now you're probably meeting more people but you don't have to go out to do it before if you if you wanted to in the good old days, you'd have to be out and you'd have to be mingling and you'd have to be in a pub or a nightclub or whatever or you wouldn't meet anyone. Now you're taking part in conversations from, you know, your own house. You can be talking to 20 people around the world.
2: But that's the problem then. Like, for example, I was out last I was out last night. Um, yeah, look at this state, did not you? And um, people are out and they're in pubs and clubs but they're looking at their phone. They live their entire life through their phone
0: you're still looking rough and yet it was about four weeks ago you went out look all right this it's a, it's a hard it's a hard one it's um, <laughs> hard to explain to people as i'm
2: getting older now hangovers are lasting longer <laughs> um and there were people on their phones the entire night they don't they they live through their phones when people go places i'm all about taking a photo But don't live your life
0: looking through your phone. Is it fair to call it a phone anymore? Because it's not... The phone is just, like, one part of it now. They started off as a phone, didn't they? It was nothing else other than a phone that you could make phone calls on. Yeah. Then then they brought in texts so you could, you know, you could send little messages. And then they started bringing in other things, sat nav on there. Then they hooked it up to the the Wi-Fi, um, the the tinternet, so you could... uh, you know you could ask it questions and you could look on facebook and all that so no it's like a whole media console thing it's not it's not a phone anymore it's just like calling it always oh, my whatsapp device
1: I think a mobile device is a more accurate description yeah it's not just a phone anymore I mean yeah mobile phone phones were mobile phones they were you had you know you might have a snake on them but oh. it was very limited yeah. it was for phone for phone calls and, and text messages and even text messages, I suppose you can say isn't technically a phone if you can use that functionality to send communications. But now, ironically, people call them mobile phones. The l- probably the, the least use they get out of them is for phone calls. It's, it's yeah. all about the, the applications and the programs that you can use on these devices rather than the phone itself.
0: Because they do have so many, like you're saying, there's so many different reasons. Now, if I'm in the doctor's surgery or or in the the barber's, um, I'm looking at my phone. Everybody's looking at their phone. I'm looking at my phone because I'm reading the BBC News app and I see what news have happened. Hmm. Uh, Or if I'm on a bus, because I I went on a bus once, um, (laughs) I've got my headphones in and I'm listening to music. Yeah. And perhaps reading the news at the same time. Yeah. So it's not... People will criticise the fact that oh, you go somewhere, everybody's on their phone. But would you generally talk to everybody else on the bus if if we didn't have? Well, I probably would, but generally, you wouldn't. You'd sit on the bus, you'd look out the window, and you'd go where you're going. But now you've got something yeah. you can interact with. You can increase your knowledge by by looking at the news or Wikipedia.
2: I think it's just gone. I think it's just gone too far, though. I think the problem is now is whereas you know, yeah, okay, you can have your phone for those type of situations, but people don't just use it for that situation anymore. You could be going around a friend's house and you'll all be sitting there and half of you won't be talking, you'll be sitting on your phone. People don't
0: don't hold conversations face to face anymore. Do you know, that I agree with. When you first started that little speech there then, I was gonna say, hang on a minute, where'd you draw the line then? Who, who's the person that's gonna say, yeah, you can use it here and you can't use it there, but what you actually said made sense. Yeah. That if there's a group of friends sitting around someone's house, unless it's urgent or you're waiting for a message because something's happening you shouldn't really be all sort of you know looking at your phone you should be chatting amongst yourselves
2: like something me and my friends do and we got the idea I can't remember who said it one one of my friends saw it whenever we go out for food because we don't see each other as much as we used to because of work and things like that now we normally go out and we'll go to Cardiff and we'll have food and a couple of drinks what we'll do is put all our phones in the middle of the table whoever's phone goes off first pays a bill Pays the bill unless it's urgent. Yeah. Unless it is something urgent that needs to be addressed. If it's crap, then they are paying.
0: Simple as that. Yeah, but and it's that th- that keeps the trouble us is,
2: off our phones and we actually
0: speak to each other. But that's not whichever person's phone goes off first. That's not your fault, though, is it? Yeah, but what if us forward out somewhere? Me, you, and and some friends. That you probably have because I haven't got any, and, and then Carl pings me on WhatsApp to say, "When are we doing the next podcast?" My phone's just gone off. It's Carl's fault. He should be paying for the meal. <laughs> Sucks to be you. <laughs> uh, no, yeah, no, I get that. It, it does, it does work that
2: way. But it's more just a deterrent, just to keep you off your phone. Um, that's the most reason we do it is just to keep you off your phone. Because um, if we if we didn't have that, obviously we'd all have our phones. I've got mine in my pocket now.
1: A lot of people doing it, and that's the worry
2: is I think,
1: I think that's the worrying part is that people are gamifying these social events just to stay off their phone. That's how addicted yeah. people are to <clears> these devices. If you have to convince yourself that oh if i I have to keep it in the middle of the table or I'm gonna pay for someone else's meal just to stop you from looking at your device, it's a that's problem that's pretty bad it's a
2: it's a it's a genuine problem. And we don't, like, you know, when, when we go out, if we go out for the day or something, like in summer, and we go out on the beach or whatever, you know, we don't put them on the tower and whoever goes off first then has to do something. Like, it's not like that. It is it is more, it is just like when we go out for food and stuff like that. But it, it is a problem, and I completely agree with Carl. Like, it, it, is, it is a genuine issue. And now, obviously, this technology has gotten better, but you don't see kids playing outside anymore. You know, you can go to a park and there'll be two kids there.
0: Oh, the rest are stealing phones off people. And the rest are sitting on their
2: <laughs> sitting on their tablets or their phones or whatever. I got my first phone when I was fifteen. And that was only because I was going out with my friends so much. My mum wanted me to have a phone just in case. And was, and I used to spend all the time outside of my nephew and my niece are perfect examples. They don't
0: I had my first phone when I was about thirty five. <laughs> <laughs> you know, phones went around then, Martin. <laughs> well,
2: they made the jets come out
0: then. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they were probably quite large. They were huge. Devices. The, ones that,
0: the the first one I remember using was a friend of mine who was in his car, but it wasn't in his car. He wasn't attached to the car, but it was like clipped on top of a huge battery, uh, which those. it actually had a handle. So you'd have to. You, you could do Pull it. Pull the it, antenna you, up. Yeah, yeah, it was a big antenna yeah. on it and rubber antenna. A rubber duck thing, they call it. Yeah. Um, and it would be a handle for the battery. And you could pull the phone off there and, and talk to it. But I mean, it was monstrous. And obviously, you know, obviously, it's, it's good. Technology's
2: progressed so much. And it's such a effective a short space of time. Um, but it's just gone to a stage now where it is, it is worrying. Like, you know, my nephew, when he said, they don't go outside, the sun will be out. Perfect day. They live next to a park and next to a field. And they'll sit inside and just stare at the tablets all day. Like, it's just, it is, and that's, that's one of the points, is that it, it does ruin the ability to effectively have a social life. You're just doing it all online rather than actually experiencing well, You are, it. but it's still a social life. It's still a social life in all regards, but you're just not, you're not experiencing anything.
1: I think it's a different type of life. Yeah. So, yeah. whereas, like you mentioned before, the advent of these things, you'd have to go out, meet people, be physically present with your your friends, your family, or whomever to have a conversation with them. Now you can have a conversation with someone on the other side of the world from the comfort of your own home. Now, yes, that is technically socializing because you are speaking to someone, but you are not seeing. You don't see that unless you've got some sort of web conferencing software like Skype and all these other cool things. You don't get to see person you don't get to see how they react to certain things that you say and that is an important part of building a relationship with someone yeah Mm -hmm. and that that's been lost so the argument is that yes you're still socializing but the the reality is it's not the same as what it was and it's that I think it's you're not getting the complete social experience through these media websites like Facebook and Twitter and whatnot and Whilst they're not unhealthy, it has to be part of a healthy social life. You can't just depend on these programmes to socialise. Because I think, again, we've talked about this in the office quite a few times, I think the statistics shows that we are the loneliest generation of people in the world or, or that, that have, is, have existed up until now. But we've, we've got the most technology ever to allow us to, to speak to anyone we want pretty much at any time. I do
0: think it's given rise to cyberbullying, absolutely, and snowflakes. Yes, because if there was a group of people and somebody said something (laughs) offensive, chances are somebody else wouldn't jump into that conversation in the middle of the street or whatever and say, "Oh, what you just said could be uh, offensive to black people." You you wouldn't do that. You'd get a clip. But because you can sit behind a keyboard, nobody knows where you live, where you are, whatever, you can say what you like. So you can moan and groan and complain and stick your nose into people's conversations and and complain about basically nothing. There's no backlash
2: effectively from it. Mm. You're know, you not gonna go up to someone says something in the street, you're not gonna go up to them and be like, actually, you can't say that. Yeah, exactly. Because then what? You're gonna get into into scrap. No one wants to get punched. So, but then you're doing it all online. What are they gonna do? What what are they honestly gonna do? They're just gonna say, when well, you're a dickhead," and yeah, yeah, you're gonna, oh, right. you're gonna carry on living your life. And it's it's just it's just a massive problem because it's given people the opportunity which they which they should have to moan. I'm all for that, you know. If you've got a serious complaint to make, it does give you the opportunity to do that. But <clears throat> it's then being taken a step further, and people are just moaning about anything, no matter what it
0: is yeah well, we covered this in our snowflakes uh, thing yeah and, and you're right, and it has become a problem, yeah, but Chris had a fair point in, in what he said was that eventually, if everybody picks up on everything everybody's saying, nobody will say anything offensive anymore yeah, because everybody's too afraid to you know they don't want to cause they what don't want to stop well it'll what stop point? when nobody says anything offensive anymore, but then
2: some people will take offense to anything, and then people are going to be offended by anything you say. So at what point then does it stop? What what do you know isn't isn't offensive? What will the snowflakes do? Yeah. What what isn't what is what words aren't offensive to someone?
1: I think it's about the the friend system on a lot of these sites as well. So on Facebook you can have Facebook friends. Yeah. Whatever that means. Instagram you get followers and I think Twitter is the same thing. Yeah. They're not who are these people? I mean, I've seen some people with over five thousand Facebook friends. What does that
0: mean? Yeah, there's no way they know them all. Yeah.
1: Like, what what is the point? What is the point of having five thousand Facebook friends? It just that doesn't seem <laughs> real Do or relevant. It's, it's absolutely pointless. It means nothing. But to some people, it means absolutely everything. We have a culture now where. People are desperate to get followers or create some sort of online persona for themselves just because they want more people to like their content. And I know in some cases for businesses, having a social media presence means you can advertise your product and so on and so forth. And that makes perfect sense. But for the average Joe... What does having 5,000 Facebook friends mean? Does it make, it, it for younger children, it seems to be all about popularity. If you've got, the more friends you have, the more popular you're perceived to be. But it's, it's nonsense. You probably know six of those people intimately, or you have maybe a bit more acquaintances. You don't know 5,000 people, and it is yeah. absolutely pointless.
2: Like, you don't speak to them. No. You know? Um a lot of them you've never spoken to, and you never will.
0: They're friends are friends, and they usually
2: yeah, yeah, or people that like you've bumped into through a friend. You've had them. You're never going to speak to them. No. You don't. You don't know them. You don't care what
0: they do. So and if you passed them on the street, you probably wouldn't recognise who they were. Yeah,
2: either. yeah, hundred percent. And it's the same thing with the followers. Like good, good god, like you get people that are now with hundreds of thousands of followers, and that dictates their entire life. And it's just like, why does it? What? Why does that dictate your life? why do you, why do people care
0: so much about what other people think of you well i mean when you get to the extent of like instagram and twitter when you've got millions of followers and you're a celebrity and stuff that's all that's, that's money it's money yeah but people you have like thousands of followers they
2: they don't they're not getting paid for it but it still dictates their life it still dictates what they do and how they do it and i just don't understand no. why
0: but i have to say we do care about our listener the one (laughs) yeah
1: and I think I think for businesses and organizations it's it is a healthy way of of getting more people interested in your product if it was solely for the advertisement of business or services it makes sense it's just another me it's like it's, it's like the yellow pages online really it's just another way of making people aware that you are a business and so on it's also so. a healthy
2: way to speak to your customers yeah and get feedback mm. it's it's very good and it's very efficient
1: but I think for the average person
2: social media has become
1: way too much it's too it's too a part of who we are now it's and it really shouldn't be
0: oh yeah, yeah there's no going back there's no we've, we've crossed no. that line yeah. now
1: it's too integrated into society to go back and that's the dangerous part it should never have been allowed to get to this point to be honest but we've opened up I, I get a weekly though.
2: report on my phone which says how much I've used how many hours I've used my phone that week and I can break it down to the days and stuff like that and I saw someone and they I saw someone posted it uh, online on Twitter um, and it got hundreds of thousands of retweets and stuff like that because their time I think it was like 17 hours in a day that their phone was actively being used and it's like you've literally woken up and you've used your phone for that entire day my daily average is two to three hours at max i just don't use my phone i don't i don't need the phone i have because i don't use i don't use what it's
0: capable of doing and well we like i say we still call them phones but It's very, very rare that I make a phone call I, on my phone, or I made two today, one to each of you. Yeah. yeah. But it's, it's, it's very, before that, I can't remember, like probably weeks, or if not months. I I use my
2: my phone as a phone fairly often. I, I do like having a phone call. Um, I don't use it for what it can be used for. I honestly use it to text people, WhatsApp, because... WhatsApp is just is just another way to message someone. Um and phoning people and my emails. That is entirely what I use my phone for. And I have the social media apps on there. I don't
0: use them. I never I'd, uh, Facebook I haven't used for a long, 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 I long, long, it, long, long time. I have it. I don't use it. I've got I think it's fifteen accounts on Facebook. It might be more. <laughs> but that's but don't post anything on there. But because I play some of the games on there and started years ago, um, you can give yourself lives, and if you play in the, yeah. in the casino games, you yeah. can send yeah, you know yeah. extra money to yourself yeah. from a friend every day. So I invented another fifteen friends, <laughs> and I can just <laughs> uh, and we can send each other, which is me, um, e- extra lives and stuff like that. Also, so, so yeah, and I log into the all the different accounts quite regularly to send my uh, send my other accounts more money to play in the casino <laughs> and stuff.
1: Got a little racket going on for yeah, yourself. <laughs> yeah, a
0: little, little racket. It's practically money laundering the way of the other. Yeah, it is. Um, WhatsApp I use more than anything else. Text is very, very rare. You're not on WhatsApp, are you? Yeah, I am. You are, do you? Because yeah. I couldn't find, didn't come up next to your name that I, that you're on WhatsApp. I
2: definitely am. Uh, 100% am. Um, I, I, to be fair, actually, I use it more than texting. Um,
0: yeah, it's very rare text. Only um, you, because you weren't showing up on, on WhatsApp. Oh, well, I am on WhatsApp. <laughs> phone calls um, I very rarely make. But I, I use my phone like, to read the news, music, videos, photos. I'm still a newspaper person. Um, um, I love having the paper to
2: hold. I love just, just holding the paper, turning the page. I'm all about it. I really
0: am. I check my... Heart rate every day on my, uh, that's on my phone. That's have to. <laughs> um, <laughs> see if I'm still alive. And that's a
2: fantastic re- reason to use it. Yeah. Um, same with like, uh, people with sleep No, oh, you're one of them. Yeah. How does your phone know how much you sleep? Because of my watch.
1: Oh the heart God. rate sensors. The, the, the technology seems to be legit. Hmm. And you get statistical reports, don't you? How many hours yeah. you slept. An average of how long you were in different... I think levels of REM sleep and so on and so With forth.
2: yours, it works because obviously you've got your watch and you've obviously got it linked. But some people just have an app on their phone which somehow tells them how to sleep. How? What, what? What is it linked to?
0: And I I, I can turn the, um, the lights in my bedroom on and off, my computer monitor <laughs> on my phone. So I can be in work and think, oh, I've left everything switched on this morning because uh-huh. I come out in a rush. I just open up my phone, turn everything off. And, they,
2: they, yeah, things like that, it is it is fantastic applications for, especially, like, the health side of things as well. Like, people with diabetes now can obviously get the sort of metal implant, and they can just scan it with their phone. And that's fantastic. I didn't know about that. Yeah, oh, it's unbelievable. They don't have to do what Chris does now and jab himself. Right. Um, they can just scan it, and it's it's unbelievable. But there's a the flip side to it, which is which is everything else about it. It's you know reading the news on it is fantastic it's portable and you can access it all the time mm. and it's free um i'm a paper man so i prefer holding something like a, like a newspaper or something like that but then you got the social media side of it then everything else that is so easily accessible and it it just you, like your mobile device takes over your life it does, because I've got
0: Flight Radar 24 on mine. Now, Flight Radar is the one they always talk about on the news. Every time a plane goes missing, gets hijacked, um, it's always... So we've checked with Flight Radar, and it flew from there to there at this time, and then it disappeared off radar and that sort of stuff, But I've got that on my phone. Now, I live on a flight path,
2: yeah. so
0: every time, you know, if it's like summer and I'm standing outside getting a bit of sun and a plane goes over, it's, oh, let me have a look at the app. And I'll select that plane because it'll show the, 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 the map and the yeah. plane superimposed over the top. And I'll select that and it'll tell me what height it's flying at, what speed, who, cool. who owns the plane, yeah. what plane it is, where's it going, what time did it leave. And I get all that information. it's like, wow, I, you don't know what I mean, you would have a clue before. All you'd see was a phone fly a uh, phone, a plane <laughs> flying over. Uh, but now I can just, like within seconds, I can tell you everything about that plane.
2: It's scary how much information you can get and how fast on anything or anyone. You know, good lord, you could Google someone and you can get give you five minutes and you'll have so much information. It's ridiculous.
1: I think it's that in, in in a in a good way, that's the that's how amazing technology is. Yeah. Like I said, it's not a phone anymore. That device I you can do so many different things on it, it has so many different uses. And I don't you know, it'd be silly to say that you want to go back to using a flip phone just because you want to get rid of social media because you know, there's other things you can do on those devices that yeah. are of benefit to you. It's just the social aspect of how technology has evolved, I think, that seems to be detrimental. The technology itself is fantastic. It's the social element that goes with it that we need to, yeah. order to improve
0: on. And I seem to remember, Carly, you wanted the uh, Matrix banana phone.
1: I love it. That's just <laughs> a novelty. I think you can have an android alternative where you have the matrix phone shell that you press and the, the nokia handset <laughs> thing shoots out and you look like neo from back in the first matrix and that that's amazing that that's just a nostalgia thing for me that is that they, they were the yeah. phones back in the day mm-hmm. when i was 12 i think 12 13
2: and they were amazing yeah, nokia's were were uh were a hiked at one point they, they were the f- ones to have they they were the oh, phone yeah, yeah. every single person wanted and, It's amazing to see how far that's come in what is really a short space of time. God, look at 20 years ago and look at the phone, the actual phones you had 20 years ago. You wouldn't even think you'd have this
0: available. Well, they went from huge to as small as they could possibly make it. And And then started getting bigger and bigger again. Now, only because of screen space. I mean, it got to the point of when it was just numbers and a tiny screen to read a text message. You could get away with making them yeah, smaller and fine. smaller. Yeah. But now you've got to have these screens so you can see, you know, pictures and videos yeah. and stuff like that. you have got to make them bigger and bigger.
1: And I think like your device, you use it for a multitude of different things that they yeah, just everything. mentioned and there's other things as well. You've got I know you've edited films, videos, yeah. you know, audio on on your phone. So you don't need an elaborate studio or a computer setup to do those things you can do it all on your phone and that is what's a phone you can do it all on your mobile device and and that's amazing that's amazing that you've got the convenience of all those things that are important to you on a handheld device that you can take with you wherever you want and and that's fantastic but i think the social media side of things needs to calm down a bit i think we need you know, it'd be interesting to see how what would happen if you took that away. What happens if Facebook closed down tomorrow? Instagram, Google, Twitter, not necessarily all of Google, but if, if all those social media sites were switched off for a day, see, what would happen in a day? What, what, how would people talk to each other? Would people just, would they just stand there and not know what to do next? You know, why are people so addicted to opening their phone first thing in the morning and texting all their friends to say that they're awake
0: why I don't do that I do look at my phone as soon as I wake up to see if um, I got any whatsapp messages or texts or emails or whatever I do I, guilty of that I do check my phone straight away and we all but, do it. but I don't from the, I don't contact anybody you know in the morning I, I you know I only I, I, the only reason I'll message anybody me. is if I want something yeah. I don't just give them an update on my life well yeah. having said that I, I like i have sort of whatsapped you or chris and said have you seen this in the news yeah and, and that's but that's because we podcast yeah exactly
1: yeah. And that's sort of related to a specific it's like social thing that we do like yeah. that article would be something that we would talk about on a podcast or if we're in work we would talk about and i think for us like it, we do that a lot in work you know if we come across something in work rather than rather than text it out to someone as soon as you see it, you'll wait until we're all in the office together yeah, yeah. and we'll yeah. have a conversation. And I think that's what... That's sort of getting lost. So if, if I see something online now, unless it relates to this, I wouldn't text you straight away or I wouldn't message you straight away because it, it takes the novelty out of it. If I text you this and you go, oh, that's, that's great, well, that's the end of that conversation. <laughs> I've just yeah. killed it dead. Whereas if we talked about it in the office... Or in a different social setting, it's more likely that we would, that would lead into a conversation or a different, you know, it just sort of initiates the conversation and it would lead somewhere else rather than just the excitement of having to tell everyone straight away that something's happened. Unless it's a, you know, a matter of critical importance. Yeah. But I think, yeah, I think it's the lost art of, and I, I honestly think that's why podcasts are so popular now. The lost art of the conversation is coming back. Yes, yeah. And a lot of people listen to podcasts just to experience what those conversations are like.
0: Well, Spotify um, is obviously counting on podcasts getting even bigger and bigger because they they're snapping up yeah. all, all the podcast companies that are coming Don't up for you? sale. They it's just, huge. They're grabbing 100%, everything. Hundred percent, and it,
2: it makes sense. It, it, it is what Carl said. It it is the art of. Having a conversation,
0: it's, and it's an unscheduled radio show. Yeah, basically, like, yeah. is that it's, it's not on at a particular time. It's Always available. Yeah,
2: and it's readily available. You can do it whenever you want, and you know um, Michael Martin, Michael Carl said the art of the conversation is is dying, if not already dead. Um, so people will listen to a podcast to effectively hear a conversation because they don't they don't have them. And it's it's just scary to think like if if it's like this now, you know what's it going to be like in ten twenty, thirty years
0: so to sum up, um from the original question, didn't you ask did has it made it worse Yes, I don't think it's necessarily made it worse different. I think it's made it different. I think But not necessarily for all the best reasons either, but I just think it's it's made yeah. um social interaction now It's just done in a different way. I think yeah, it's ruined some aspects of it,
2: but it's improved some others as well. In that now we can talk to people on the other side of the world. Yeah, yeah. now you can talk to anyone at Anywhere any time.
0: Whereas before yeah. you had to be
2: within that group
0: yeah. in the same room.
2: Also you'll know when people are available to make plans. Yeah. You know, you can you can do that. You don't have to you have to go find them and talk to them. Then, like you can talk to anyone at any time, which is fantastic. But that is now taken over from actually speaking to people in person and building that relationship. And so, there's positives and negatives to it massively, um, but I think the art, the art of the conversation, is dying, and it's dying fast.
0: But not for us. Not for us because we do a podcast. <laughs> Excellent. Well, thank you both. I'm starving now. I think we should go and get uh, a nice, nice, enjoyable Chinese on chopsticks. Totally agree. Never uh, had it. Here's the first. Yeah. So thanks to you two, and thanks to uh, our listener. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, please join us again next Wednesday. Thank you, everyone. Bye.